Hi friends, welcome to the Universal Sisterhood podcast. We're hoping to create a place where women can delve deeper, lift their gaze higher, live freer, laugh louder, smile brighter, and be the authentic woman she was designed to be. Every human heart has been created to be known, loved, and understood. So this is the place where women can share their story. Welcome to episode 77. Welcome to another episode of the Universal Sisterhood podcast. And today I have my beautiful friend, Jo. She's here. Hello, everybody. And we are going to dive very quickly into what is Holy Week. Yes, Um, fantastic. Which we're in at the moment. We are. Yeah. And I don't know about you, listeners, but for me personally, and I think Jo is on the same page as me, Holy Week can be quite daunting Mm. there's a lot going on yeah there's um many trips to the church many um with ungrateful children temperaments to placate (laughs) yes um what we're going again (laughs) haven't we already been (laughs) um but what I want to talk about is the beauty that we find there Mm. and the grace that is waiting for us to um receive in all these beautiful practices that the Catholic Church offers. Um, it has been quite a journey for me because I I always found it quite daunting, uh, so many things, so many little kids, and to get to them all, and we always went away at Easter time. So for me, leaving on a Thursday night was a great excuse to miss out on going to the Thursday night mass of the washing of the feet and the institution of the Eucharist um, and also the institution of priesthood, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I think, I don't think you're alone there, <laughs> let's face it. I think um, especially having younger children, it was a real case of hmm, what do we? what's the bare minimum <laughs> that we need to complete to still get to heaven? <laughs> and and um, saying that, it were, there is now an absolute beauty in going. And even, you know, we were chatting before about the idea of going to the vigil mass. Mm. And even though it's long and um, and it's dark and you think, oh, I've got to go see the in-laws tomorrow and people need sleep. And there is a wonderful um, grace I think that enters into any family or individual when they make the little sacrifices to go. Absolutely. And candlelight. I mean, how can you, and the song, were you there when they nailed him to the cross? And And what about Remember Me? I know. They played that on Palm Sunday Mass and I started to well up. Like that song gets me unstuck every single year me too yeah it doesn't matter what season I'm in how distracted I am or how focused I've been when they start singing Mm. that song I am totally Mm. flawed yeah because that's the whole essence of the reality of what Mm. actually transpired at Easter Mm. time and the fact that our Lord said to the good thief Mm. Yeah. Today you will be with me in paradise. Yeah. Like after everything he went through, mm. um, to look at him and say that, mm. like, yeah, yeah, and and I think I mean, you go from the Last Supper, 
um, the washing of the feet. Mm. We were talking about that before. You know, how do how do we as women bring Holy Week um, into the hearts of our home mm. and bring the hearts of our home to Holy Week? Mm. Um, and a few key things is well, vulnerability. Let's face it. I have this beautiful memory of my dad, and um, he's still alive. But um, <laughs> Easter memory, yeah. And and we would sit on those really uncomfortable pews at the Belfield Parish, and without a doubt, he would be crying. And it was the only time of the year that I would see my dad with tears in his eyes. Mm. And I remember he he held my hand one time during it and and over because I was worried about you know was he missing mum or was he upset and he said he said I can't live through the reality of why I'm here without crying in front of our Lord mm-hmm. for all that He has given me mm-hmm. you know and I think um, that was a great example I mean we're criers. You you in particular. Yeah, yeah. I know. I've been asked this year to read um, at the Stations of the Cross Mm. and I said, yeah, yeah, and then driving home I was thinking, oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I'll be your backup. (laughs) I'll be How am I going to read that without crying? Yeah, you'll get the grace. You'll be right. (laughs) I mean, let's face it, you'll cry. Maybe, maybe. Just don't blubber. Maybe, yeah, just don't blubber. Maybe that's my gift this Easter is to show vulnerability to the parish. Yeah. Yes. Hold on to you. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> um, but I think you're right, though. Um, no one has been or is more vulnerable than Christ mm. on the cross. Mm. Yeah. Who um, had, was stripped naked mm. um, before the whole mm. city yeah 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 <laughs> spat at mm. and he never whispered a word mm. of of spite or um you know putting them in their place mm. yeah so humble mm. and so vulnerable and um that's where we have to be but we're not going to be like Christ we will try <laughs> but it's don't be ashamed of where you find yourself this Easter. No, that's Bring right. yourself as you are is what I want to say. Yeah, come as you are. Yeah. And, you know, um, it's about making purposeful plans throughout the week ahead and whether or not we were chatting before about, you know, go go to confession, mm. um, take your kids, plan, plan to just do that, to come with all of your you know, the grace that that offers you. Or plan your meals, plan ahead a little bit to just say, what are we going to eat? So as when we come home, it's not people yelling chaotic. or chaotic, mm. you know. How are, how are we going to make this about our Lord, not about the dramas that can unfold during Holy Week mm. as well? Um, and I think the wonderful, wonderful thing is, with the with everything that Holy Week is and all that it offers is this wonderful, overwhelming um, resurrection of hope mm. and love and glory. And more now than ever, we need to be part of that journey. Mm. You know, so even if you haven't walked into a church for a long time, make a choice and just say, 
I'm going to be part of marching towards all that is good because people need that witness around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as I said, um, we were talking, this is our second time recording, so we, <laughs> we got um, sideswiped by the enemy, didn't we? Oh, did we what? <laughs> but now we've got colourful rosary beads all around us. So you know, we're not a weapon super- of choice. <laughs> we're not superstitious, but we just thought we'd, <laughs> we were here anyway. I tell you. Um, but as Holy Week can feel daunting because when anything is labelled holy, mm. it kind of has this, connotation of untouchable mm. or out of reach yeah. or um yeah disengage from your everyday walk in life yes. a little bit like oh now now I've got to try to be holy yeah and let's face it we're, we're all we're real that. yeah but also we can't be unauthentic like mm. you can't be uh um one thing over here like sinful over here and holy over here you have mm. to have an integrated life yeah that's so it. it's 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 quite daunting for the average, the normal, a person, because we're all broken, mm. to enter Holy Week without feeling a little bit nervous or a yeah, little bit absolutely. uneasy. Yeah. Um, Even for the Holy Rollers. You that's know, right. At the end of the day, we're your all vulnerability, how you speak to your children, mm. um, how you prepare mm-hmm. your home, whether or not you were nice to that sibling when you spoke to your other sibling last week. You know, we I, all bring. I went to confession this morning and I tell you I walked out of there in tears, mm. not because of shame or um, uh, feeling, um, what's the word, upset, just out of gratitude from because mm. I am so little. Mm. Like I really, I roll with the big sinners. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, like, yeah. yeah. Well, let's face it. Every saint um, was prepared to also also be little. So mm. we have them surrounding us, and at the end of the day, you have an opportunity to. That's what confession does. Yeah, you know? it's just the beauty of it. It's this total gift. Yeah, and it's, it gives you the opportunity to pull back those layers mm. um, because or, or shine up or, or buff the sharp edges uh, because I can tell you I can be quite prickly mm. and I struggle being like delighting mm. in just ordinary things. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. children, mm. like that shouldn't be a struggle, should it? Mm. But, yeah. For me it is. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean that I do not love them and it does not mean that I wouldn't do anything for them. But that day in, day out um, activity of actually stopping and delighting in them Mm -hmm. actually um, requires a lot of intentionality. Yeah, and I was saying before um, that there's this beautiful quote and I'm sorry that I can't remember who's it by. I'll try and find it later. But... It, I read it during the week and it said, you know, at the end of the day, we will, when we die, we will come face to face and look eye to eye into the face of Jesus. And when that happens, he won't be saying to us, you know, how big was your castle or what clothes did you wear or how how clean was your car? 
thank the Lord, (laughs) (laughs) or maybe how dirty. Um, But he will be saying, he will be saying, how how did you love? How did you love? And and tell me about that, you know. Um, And for me, that's what confession does. It basically says, okay, you didn't do such a crash hot job this morning. Start again, you know. Um, And here... Here is the grace from this sacrament to begin again. Yeah. You never begin again alone. Yeah, that's right. And that's the the beautiful thing about Easter because you go through the whole journey to stations of the cross and you walk the path and you have the the loneliness of the Garden of Gethsemane and you have the sorrow and then the thorns that press in and hurt and you get a slight taste for the very humanity which is what our whole faith is based on mm. and then the resurrection yeah which, which is all the hope and the glory and the longevity. and the delighting in yes <laughs> he loves us even though we carry on like we do um well that, i mean that's the child likeness that we mm. should have yeah um the way i treat my children should should not don't represent him very well but should represent a tiny foretaste or idea of how Mm. the father delights in us Mm. um but getting back to the ordinariness of um ourselves and how we enter holy week Mm. i read something the other day that she she said that um it all happened in a very ordinary circumstance Mm -hmm. dinner with friends a song in a garden and a lonely evening mm. and haven't we all yeah been there oh yeah <laughs> many yeah, times many many times um yeah dinner with friends well that's the I mean that's the nice one right yeah. we're like yeah we've had those dinner parties or we've had great discussions or laughed away and and then a few hours later you might find yourself lonely totally mm. yeah yeah yeah, that's right. I was reflecting with my husband. <clears throat> Disclaimer, pretty sure he won't be listening. Um, if you do. We love you. We, we've moved on. <laughs> but um, Water under a <laughs> Not really out in the past. Um, but I did say to him the other night, you know, I remember one night when I was, um, we'd had an argument and we actually are not big arguers. Mm. Like we're we're more like, um disgruntled introverts and yeah. we just stop talking yeah, that's, and that's, that's and our, um, yeah plates get put down heavier yeah. or doors kind of get shut um yeah but louder yeah no slamming but acts maybe no. acts like a little bit more force yeah, yeah. it's definitely icy <laughs> is what i do um anyway things had been icy <laughs> things have been yeah rough and um and i remember just being not in a great headspace. I was like overwhelmed by younger kids and um, probably a very low bank balance and possibly maybe um, some, you know, (laughs) (laughs) yes, who knows what was going on. But this one night. Not uncommon scenarios. No, exactly. And I remember sitting out in the street under the streetlight we'd had an argument and um and I was so over it and I thought oh my goodness like that's it 
where's my out? Maybe I'll just pack everything into the car. I'll drive. Um, this, I was not made for this. Mm. And actually it's too hard. And it, and I remember this overwhelming sense of loneliness mm -hmm. and just thinking of hurtfulness, sadness. <clears throat> and we've all had those moments, yeah. you know, whether or not you're single or, or you've been married and no longer are, or you have a family, or you know, at the end of the day, it's um, it's a horrible place to be. Mm -hmm. But the beautiful thing is that I also remember getting sidetracked because there was this like prickly bush right beside me. Anyway, I started wondering if we could plant something else there and things, and then of course I trudged back inside, and the sun came out the next day. Mm. And now, what, 20 years later, I've got that prickly bush is now a beautiful tree. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> no, it is. It is. But that's what Easter does, right? We, yeah. we, we go on the journey. I mean, no one knew um, the loneliness like our Lord did. No. Um, this morning you just reminded me of something. Do you mind if I? No, go oh. for it. Yeah. Um, I, because I've been trying to go every day to mm. sit with our Lord in specifically undistracted, just mm. to remain mm. because Our Lady remained at the foot of the cross. Yeah. And I just want, I've been quite overwhelmed lately. Just, I don't know. I just think there's a lot going on, lots of balls in the air. Mm. And um, I don't cope very well when they're, things aren't ordered mm. and I think that's my excuse yeah. <laughs> but um I was there and she remained so I just show up I just I yeah. just have to show up and he will do the rest yeah and I was sitting there I don't even know where I'm going with this what were we talking about loneliness Garden yeah of Gethsemane. yeah just he he fills in all those gaps he is, the Holy Spirit is an ocean of mercy mm -hmm. and you just have to be there and open your heart just a tiny bit because like all water, it will seep in through mm. the cracks. His is living water and he will, you might feel like you're taking too much, you might feel like you're drowning, but just remain mm. and his love, his mercy will overwhelm you with gratitude. Mm. And I think that's where the that's change when it change happens. that's when the change yeah. happens. The joy will start to come in. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, like good old Anne Voskamp, you know. Mm. Not that you're old if you ever listen. When <laughs> <laughs> do you think so? Um, I've got her new book, and you're going to love it because oh, what I you were wait. saying just then about marriage, because she talks about. I'm only in the first chapter, second chapter, mm. but she talks about her honeymoon. It starts off with her honeymoon, and mm. she this young girl full of anticipation and hope and mm -hmm. you know and reality bang. <laughs> yeah three days into the honeymoon he wants to go home and that those lies of rejection and not enough start to creep in and wow have we all been there i have yeah oh let's face it we're still there <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're like ah, yeah. i'm, I'm just gonna do this time in my life so much better yeah <laughs> look yeah. better in those pants um yeah yeah, that's right. And with that, I think, um, you know, uh, just another 
quote from good old dad, but, and I love it, but that idea of whenever closer to our Lord than when we're at the foot of the cross, you know, and so you can go to an Easter service. Yeah, let's get back to Easter. (laughs) (laughs) You can basically put it all at the foot of the cross and just hold on, Mm -hmm. hold on to the wood of the pew in front of you Mm -hmm. and feel the beautiful, you know, um, connection Mm -hmm. between what what Our Lady felt as she grabbed that Mm -hmm. cross and he knew that she was right there. Mm -hmm. It's funny, I... Yeah, so it was, I went on this excursion with my year 12s a couple of weeks ago to a museum that had ancient artefacts and there was a, you know, coffin there from hundreds of years BC with a mummy and the actual wood was Mm. cedar Mm. from Turkey and I, you could touch it, Mm. you know, and I was touching this wood and you could see how it had been chiselled and carved out of some fabulous tree Mm. thousands of years ago and I couldn't take my hand off it because I just thought oh my goodness the wood of the cross Mm. was so very real Mm. and the weight of the wood of the cross like if you've seen that heavy wood up close Mm. and all of a sudden the tour guide kind of went off with the other students and teachers and I just sat there thinking with the cross and Jesus on the cross and the crown of thorns and the nails mm. and the piercing of the side, all these elements of Easter just bring it right back down. Mm. You know what it's like as a mum when a child has a splinter, mm. you know, and you see that pain and hurt. Mm. And Our Lady mm. sat there mm. holding on whilst that happened to her son. Mm. So more than anything, She's the one who we can say, help me. Help me stand here. Hold my hand. Mm. Walk me into a church. Yeah, yeah. Give me the grace to get through Easter morning when the kids are wanting to eat chocolate eggs and I'm not in the mood, you know. Or just to get up out of bed after those all those days of yeah. I know for me, like it's just chocolate. Do we really have to get up? Yeah, like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, and, sleep and the resurrection. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I know. But no, they, they get right. up so early for chocolate. Yeah, I know. It's like okay, go back to that childlike. <laughs> yes, I know delight. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know. I really am trying. Um, I don't. Yeah, I really am trying. I don't know. Well, that's enough. Yeah. (laughs) That actually is enough. I know. Um, And another thing that, you know, how we were chatting about prior to this was with the washing of the feet. Mm. And when, you know, I know some families who take their own children, they sit them down and they wash their children's feet as they listen to the Easter story and Mm. things like that. Or they use those little... Easter eggs that you get from Kurong that each have a different kind of little, um, not toy, but uh, yeah, symbol. representation yeah. of the Easter story in them. There's another little shop called um, Little Vessel, mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm. They're a Catholic-run one and they do like the Bushka yeah, eggs. Yeah, beautiful. From Palm Sunday, every day you open up another yeah. egg. It's beautiful. And um, it, and if you don't have those things, you can make them. Mm. Like the girls came up to me the other day and were like, oh, we're so bored. I was like, really? Because we're half an hour into Easter holidays and <laughs> finally it's not raining here. 
Um, and I said to them, okay, here's a list of 12 things that were part of the Easter story. Go and make them. Mm. And they went out into the garden and got some, you know, vines and stripped it off and then they got some a thing of thorns and they made a little crown of thorns mm. and we're just sitting each of those things on our little prayer table. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <clears throat> just to bring it back to it's not just about jumping in the car and getting out at the other end and, yeah, you know. Making it real because I know mm. for a lot of, it's it's daunting getting mm. to all the things and it it's kind of like um oh I've heard this story before mm. here we go again yeah and it really does depend on who's on the other end of those microphones oh yeah well, wait for it <laughs> Saint Jimbo's Parish no <laughs> no um but to personalize it so maybe stick mm. with one person yeah I love in, this in idea. that story mm. um I know this week I have um been sticking with this the daughters of jerusalem mm. because they weep and wail and mm. i think there's something very feminine that's the feminine heart mm. like my heart likes to weep and yeah. i don't know about wailing but i do weep you'll get there yeah. <laughs> hopefully not on the mic but but it's yeah it's saying take Personal me with life. you mary magdalene yeah. yeah um find someone because they if you stick with one person it will always lead you to an empty tomb mm, yeah because yeah. that is the hope yeah yeah that is the resurrection and we are pope saint pope john paul ii says we are alleluia people mm. no we are the easter people and easter alleluia people. is our song because we have to be people of joy especially in the world in which we find ourselves in 2022 mm. there is so much to not be joyful about mm -hmm. yeah um so let's really i i just have really felt strongly this week that the holy spirit there is so much grace this easter mm. yeah, and I agree. we need to tap into that because he is offering it to us and mm. um good things happen yeah yeah when yeah. we're open to what the holy spirit wants to give us so whoever's listening if this is um struck a chord in your heart to maybe as joe said before just set foot into a catholic church mm. over the next few days yeah. and see what he wants to give you because he not only wants to give you something but he he's been waiting for you for eternity to walk in there mm. and and you know as i was chatting with my 16 year old earlier today but and he reminded me that our Lord would have done it if we were the only person on earth. Mm. That that concept really blows our mind. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but when you think of how impressive that is, mm. you know, and, and and not just daunting, but just to think for all I feel about myself right now, I'll just say yes and mm. then he will fill me up. It deserves that that truth in itself deserves a response. Exactly. So you either respond yeah. to it yeah. or you turn away. It, yeah. A response has to happen mm. and it's up to you to make that response. Mm. And so what is your response? Yeah. And let's face it, we're all, you know, I don't like to use this word on this journey sort of thing in a flippant way, but every single um step that you take 
forward is a step in a direction that you've chosen. Mm. And if that's towards our Lord, then it can only be a good thing. Mm. It will never lead to anything not good. No. So before we close the the chapter on Holy Week, yeah. um, I wanted to lead into this, he does this for us, what can we do for him? And, and not only he doesn't um, hide away from us, he's actually running towards us. It is not us who run to him. Hmm. It's actually he that runs to us. He, We are just given the graces and it's, um, we actually respond to the grace that he gives us, but he's running. He's constantly running towards us. Mm. So coming up in May, woo, woo. We, we have the Shine Retreat. <laughs> oh, the second Shine Retreat. <laughs> well, the first one was Beloved, the second <laughs> retreat. Um, and I wanted to, like, this could be a real response mm. to what he has done. If, if there is something in your heart that longs for more. Yeah. Um, Come, yeah, just come, come as you are, yeah, yeah. We had um, so the retreats on in Glenbrook in mm. the lower Blue Mountains. Um, you don't have to be Catholic, no way. Jess and I'll be there <clears throat> along with some other. You'll find the wailing woman in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so tell me a few things about the retreat. Like let's say I knew nothing about it, what could I expect? Um, first and foremost, you will, I really wanted women to know that they were seen, known and loved. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it is him who, who ultimately sees you, knows you and loves you, not, not us. Mm. But you can't do this alone. Mm. And so I wanted to create a community of women who were just that, a, a community of women supporting yeah. each other uh, towards Christ. And I think based on last year, that's certainly the overwhelming sense of it was just we're all here under this roof together and you have individual encounters like mm. adoration, which I'll let you talk about, but then you were a collective. That mm. was a beautiful thing. Like mm. I remember just being on such a high and thinking, oh, my goodness, when when the praise and worship song happened and <clears throat> women of all ages hmm. were taking part in it, it was a wonderful sense of belonging to something really important. Something good, true and beautiful. Yeah. It was It was all three yeah, that's right. things, which was so <clears throat> lovely. And it's. I think it's all ages and stages of faith journey mm -hmm. and I think we need to witness that. Yeah, that's right. The older women need to see that the church is still alive and strong and is in good hands. Yes. And the younger women need to see uh, the beauty of faith and the, of the, For the long haul. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. what it looks like. Yeah, that's right. Um, because a lot of the time we see it as an old cranky woman in a pew mm -hmm. maybe who, you know, and I think one of the great conversations I had last year was with, uh, well, it was beautiful because there was a grandmother there, a daughter and a granddaughter, mm. like three generations. Mm. But what I thought was, you know, I think sometimes people think, oh, it might not be orthodox might enough. Be. Yeah. yeah, or it might be too, too, too much for me or whatever. But every single person that came there from all different walks in the faith journey mm. 
um, just spoke about this wonderful sense of beauty. And one woman said to me afterwards, you know, I've been waiting for this for years mm. and years. And it was just beautiful. Mm. Like, um, There's definitely a need for it. I think women are especially are very thirsty. Yeah, yeah, that's um, right. We spend so much time doing things for others yeah, often. We're parched. And that's why I, I think I wanted to say, if you're thinking, hmm, I don't, oh, it's a tricky weekend, it's the Mother's Day weekend, I'm, I don't really have time for it. If, if there's even the tiniest opportunity to carve out that time mm. and beg, borrow and steal it, Hmm. And then go to confession. No, just kidding. <laughs> but um, well, there's confession there. So. That's right. But make it happen because if we don't fill up our own emotional tanks, then we can't be who we're meant to be. You can't expect to fill up anybody else's. No. Yeah. No. And I think often that's a mistake we make as mums. I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. I go and go and go and go. And then I I find myself, you know, in a corner sitting on a chair. In a fetal in a, position. Yeah, just thinking. <gasps> or, or outside on the curb under the, <laughs> under the lamplight next With to a prickly, prickly bush. Prickly bush. I mean, Jesus, it's funny, isn't it? <laughs> um yeah, so the retreat. So what are three things that will happen on the retreat day? So we, yeah, go, getting back to your point where people, you know, is it conservative enough or is it too um, Protestant mm. for me? Uh, there is something for everybody. Oh, is there what? And there are so many different ways to be Catholic yeah. and one is not better than the other. No, that's right. Um, yeah. And all you have to do is is look at those priests yeah. who walk around with the monstrance and give a personal encounter to every mm. single woman for minutes. Yeah. No, actually, we need to tell them to hurry yeah. up a little bit. <laughs> um, but that, I mean. Yeah. We are I, all the hemorrhaging woman. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know. I Yeah. And those priests need our witness. Yes. And yes. and for us to come together yep. as one Catholic church. Yep. You know. Um absolutely. So adoration. So adoration it, it's it's Eucharistic healing adoration. So our Lord is brought to every single woman in the monstrance mm. and they are um given the opportunity to um reach out to him mm. and have a personal encounter um with Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, which is like nothing you'll ever experience again absolutely incredible um so that is the piece de resistance say that but i yeah i mean it's all gonna be great um but there is there is there's some wonderful speakers we have the sisters of the immaculata Oh. We have you, Joanna oh. Tabone, who yeah. are gracing us with your story. I will do my best. Yes, you will be brilliant. We have Beth Davis from Blessed Is She. Amazing. Um, myself and Father Muller, Father oh, Paul. Oh, beautiful. Who will be talking. So yeah. there's lots of... And time together. Time together is craft. Oh, <laughs> yes. And, and meals. And meals. I think women are really looked after yeah for the whole day their meals are done Mm. they are in beautiful company with beautiful people and uplifting talks and our lord so what more could you want yeah yeah so how do people register um hop on over to um my 
Instagram page and there is a link tree, uh, Universal Sisterhood uh, lower underscore yeah. Instagram and there's a link tree or they can email at Universal, no, Universal Sisterhood Podcast at gmail.com okay. and I can send them a registration form. Yeah, brilliant. Um, and we would love to see you. And we have Jen and her two sisters. Oh, it's just going to be fabulous. Just come. Just come. Yeah. Come. We'd love to come. meet you and um, yeah, hear your heart. Yeah, yeah. We've also got some counsellors and there's confession. Yes. If you've never been or you go every week, you will love to um, hear the priest's heart, you know, in the confessional for you. Yeah. Our Lord's heart, really. Yeah. But, but and, yeah. and just on that note, if you've never been... Mm, you know, the reality of it is is the priests who are coming on the retreat are all very um, approachable and all of us are approachable as well. So <laughs> We're all human and normal. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you can just walk up and say, what on earth do I do now? <laughs> and they will help you. Yeah. Yeah. And we would love to see you. So come on. Sounds great. Um, Joe talk to me before we finish yeah something that brought you joy this week okay something that brought me joy this week was um we were approached my husband my and my kids and I by um someone who um looked into what we do which is like organic vegetable farming and um, that was a few weeks back and, he, and this guy actually came to visit our family and shared a meal with us and um, he lives a very different life to us. So he's, um, you know, not not married, not with kids, lives in the city um, and, and lives, I would say, probably quite a comfortable life. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Afterwards, he wrote this beautiful message and an email and he just said, um, I feel totally different to when I came to your place. I feel like I can breathe a little bit better Hmm. and that I haven't stopped smiling and I feel quite joyful. Now, not look, it was pretty dodgy. When he walked in and he saw the state of my floor, which I haven't mopped because of La Nina <laughs> and the dirt all around. But I did think to myself, you know, I felt joy not because of the praise. I felt joy because I thought the Holy Spirit um, helped him to be brave enough to reach out. And then helped our family to um, welcome a guest into our home and then gave us just a rip snorter of a time. We were laughing away and otherwise just would not have crossed paths in life. And I think we'll probably remain friends. How beautiful. Yeah, it was really joyful. That reminds me of that saying, you might be the only book of the Bible someone will ever read. And that's what you've done for him. And and vice versa. Mm. Like he... For all that he, when he walked across the threshold in his white pumps, and if you know anything about Sydney at the moment, it's been raining for three months, so there's a lot of mud and his crisp white linen shirt. If you ever listen to this, <laughs> I don't mean to sound judgmental. She likes the way you look. <laughs> but I did think to myself, what, what do we have here? <laughs> and by the end of it, I just thought, thank you so much for... Um, yeah, 
for visiting our family because it was a great gift. Yeah. Were his pumps still white when he left? They were not, but we lent him a little <laughs> pair of gum boots. <laughs> How about you? What brought you joy? Um, what brought me joy? <laughs> <laughs> well, the fact that uh, my children now are moving rooms, they all feel quite special mm. because they have, there's always been someone sharing, yeah. but I have lost two children to moving out <laughs> watch how you phrase that <laughs> two of my kids have moved and out. you're welcome back anytime <laughs> the door is always open but there is no the bed <laughs> uh, just the fact that they're making things their own yeah although it's hard yeah um because there is a lot of mess yeah uh just watching them feel that they have their own space yeah mess doesn't matter and I'm trying to make it not matter. <laughs> All right, Joanna. I will see you at the retreat yeah. if you're out there. May 7th. Book May it in. 7th. See you see there. You. Bye.